listener production. Bonus. Bonus. Episode. The big bonus. Episode. Bonus means extra. Matt and Alex. Bonus. Episode. Well, would you look at this, the long-awaited return of Bron Rendezvous, where our wonderful producer Bron gets to uh, interview some people from around Australia and the world that you're a big fan of, Bron. Yeah, watch, watch the bit of the block this year. Oh, it was been pretty spicy this year. It's been so spicy. Have you seen it, Matt? No, not yet. We got our house painted recently and I'm still a little bit triggered by the, th- the thought of a brush. <laughs> That's it. Well, they, they turned out quite good. And you got to interview a few of the contestants on there, Bron. Yeah, they did a bit of a renaissance. So. <laughs> oh, no, Bron. <laughs> and I think, did you interview them because the show is very entertaining and engrossing and you were a fan of them and you wanted to watch it all because you're in the middle of your own renaissance and you wanted tips? Look, that helped. Okay. That is the first time I've watched it. But yeah, Eliza and Liberty chatted to them. They are amazing and they had quite a bit to say. All right, well, let's have a listen to this special bonus episode of All Day Breakfast. It's a rendezvous. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Eliza, Liberty, thank you so much for joining me today. <gasps> Pleasure. Thanks for having us. I'll try and let Liberty speak. I always oh. cut her off. <laughs> I right. get a word in. I know. Poor thing. All right. Well, I'll, I'll direct this one to you then, thank Lib. You. So <laughs> why do you think your audition tape stood out? Alex has been trying to get on for years and years, legitimately. Really? Got rejected. How do you think you guys stood out? This is really funny because we applied the year before, the Gisborne year, and Mm -hmm. we're so thankful we didn't get on. But we applied with a, I'm Liberty, I'm Eliza, this sort of like ramble. It was just on a couch, lame-o. Yeah, it was very lame. So this year it was actually Eliza's idea that we would call mum and dad and literally just sit in our living room. Our little sister filmed it. We called them and made out that we'd got on the block this year yeah. um, to see what their reaction was because it is their worst nightmare for us to be on reality TV. Why? So, uh, just because they like, we'll embarrass ourselves. Like they're worried about what we will do probably to ourselves, but also to them. Yeah. Small so, town, you know, from Adelaide, small town family kind of thing. They're reputations very, to uphold. Very proud of us, obviously, but. Going on a rea- um, a reality show, especially a building one, when we've never done yeah. any of that stuff, there's potential for us to um, not make anyone proud. So they gave us the exact reaction we were hoping for. Like they were like, "You're going to embarrass yourselves. You've got no idea how hard this is. Like, look at what happened last year." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they gave us everything that we could have hoped for and more. So we were just told that it was just something interesting and different that hadn't been done before because most people take you know everyone through their homes and um, say, "Oh, this is what we're going to do for our." Rent. Or this is the experience that we've got, but ours was just completely different that showcased who we were, who our family was. Um, and yeah, it was just a bit of a point of difference. But it's funny because I walked away from that video and I was like, that is so boring. We're never going to get anywhere. Mm. And you were like, wait and see. Mm. So, Eliza, obviously, I know you from working around here. You work with Hamish and Andy. Christy and Brett seem to be threatened by you guys having, you know, connections in showbiz or whatever. Do you want to clear up any discussions? Have you spoken with Hamish and Andy? Have, have they going to buy your house? Are they going to be there on on the if auction only. day? <laughs> um, so basically I left my job of 10 years as a personal assistant to go on the show. Liberty and I never thought we would get on. Um, we got through to the final casting round and I thought to myself, oh, I better notify Andy, who I was mainly working for at that point, that I'm through to the final round. And also, I better let someone in casting at Channel 9 know what my actual job is because I only said personal assistant. So I notified everyone 
Hamish and Andy have always been very supportive of me chasing my dreams. Um, it was the right time for me to move on anyway after the 10 years that I've been with them. And Channel 9 actually said, you know, normally we wouldn't, we'd be hesitant for someone with a sort of roundabout connection. I've never worked for Channel 9, never been in a in their building. All I did was work from home for Hamish and Andy. Yeah. That's it. Sending emails, booking flights, things like that, right? So there was no connection whatsoever, but they didn't want anyone to create narratives around that. Um, so there were sort of discussions had and it actually almost worked in the opposite way that it was a disadvantage, but I made the decision, what if I, I offered, you know, what if I leave the role, then there's a clean cut and it's nothing to do with anyone. Mm-hmm. And and that's how it worked. In terms of Christy and Brett, they just loved jumping on any train that they could to sort of bring others down. Yeah. Um, so for them, uh, the, the funny thing is as well, um, Christy said in interviews, you know, oh, we hear about it all the time, the connections, and we're sick of it and name dropping. Yeah. Couldn't have done the opposite. That was something I was very strong on because I didn't want any of those narratives to be created. You know the cast member, you know the crew, some of the crew from having seen them out and about occasionally, like Lib from working in production in ads, had met a couple of people and so word sort of spreads, mm-hmm. but it was never discussed and... Yeah, as I mentioned, it was more of a disadvantage than anything and nobody ever gave me a leg up, treated me differently. Um, we, di- we did everything possible to ensure the opposite happened. So, yeah, again, Chrissy and Brett jumping on that, hoping it would equal some sort of backlash, with it, which it didn't. Hamish and Andy are not buying the house. Andy's looked at the house. He was there for about 10 minutes. They're both very supportive and, um, yeah, they're the best. So were you shocked by watching the show back? Were there any conversations or anything that you guys weren't privy to at the time that really took you by surprise um, on the rewatch? We, yeah, there were a lot. It was very confronting. There was a lot that we didn't realise. You get glimpses of it, um, but we were so well and truly in our house all the time. Whenever there were social things, people would come to us because we had no idea what we were doing. We had no experience. So we just felt like we always had to be in our house and not off, you know, gallivanting around and wasting time. So people would come to us and, yeah, we'd get glimpses of little things and obviously everyone saw in Kitchen Week, the, you know, a bit of a blot between Eliza and Christy. Um, but watching it back is a completely different experience in itself. It's like a whole second block experience because we didn't see half of what went on. Um, you know, there was a lot of um, commentary behind backs, um, know, bitching, if you will, um, that we were not privy to, that was quite surprising, quite shocking, quite confronting for us. And I think we get affected by that because, yeah, we just kind of want to stand up for what's right. So for us, that was, um, yeah, a big kind of thing and something that didn't sit well for us watching it back. Yeah. But having said that, I think it was good. We didn't know everything yeah. that was going on because I it just would have eaten us alive and we would have probably felt the need to stand up for ourselves more and others and get involved and I'm so glad we're able to stay in our lane. And people have accused us of living in the edit and, you know, reacting to things we're seeing. But, you know, obviously you're disappointed about what you're seeing that you don't agree with. But outside of that, like the behaviour we've seen on screen is the behaviour we're seeing off screen. So we – and we didn't have an on and off button with the the cameras. So we just react to everything how we would in real life and we're doing that now. We did it then. And it's all very real to us. So there's no living in the edit. There's just living for us. Yeah. In in the show, you mentioned that Brett um, had 
I, I guess, a bad reputation with production and everything and that things weren't going to look well for them. Was was that happening with the crew behind the scene? Like people were having those bad interactions. Did things not get aired that you wish got aired? You saw a small confrontation between um, Brett uh, where he had to apologise to a soundo um, for snapping. Mm-hmm. Um, look, you're under really tough situations. You're constantly woken up. I mean, us four other couples didn't snap like they yeah. chose to. I, I have to be careful not to speak on behalf of the crew as a whole, but all I can tell you is that we did see a couple of crew upset with the way that that was spoken to. Um, I don't think Christy and Brett are malicious. I just think they don't realise how nasty their execution can be. So, yeah, it was just unfortunate that they were quite temperamental mm-hmm. um, and that did impact people because a lot of people, including us, weren't used to that kind of thing. So you certainly got glimpses and, as I said, it wasn't intentional. Emotions were heightened but there definitely was bad behaviour um, and they for sure got along with certain people, absolutely. And... But, yeah, I guess, do you think that's fair, Liv? Yeah, it's hard because you say it's not intentional, but their intent was to come on the show and stir the pot. I think it went beyond that and I think people weren't prepared for that because we could appreciate a lot of what they were doing in the fun sense. Like when looking back and watching Brett, you know, try and get us to be okay with doing his pool um, in backyard week and, I mean, in front yard week to potentially win the car – that to me is quite funny and like good on you. And when, you know, we robbed Stefan John's house, obviously the timing of that wasn't great in the end, but we could appreciate the funny moments from them. But it's when it went beyond that and it actually started impacting people in a negative way that that was detrimental. And I think, yeah, just taking it that little bit too far. Yeah. And with Leah and Ash in that as well, do you think it was they understood that maybe they weren't going to come across well and that's when they flipped it? Or do you think that was like a genuine epiphany that Leah had had, I guess? It's difficult. We got along really well with Ash and Leah in the beginning. Like we had a quite a close relationship, particularly you and Ash um, got along really well. Ash has got amazing banter and he's really fun. I think a lot of people didn't see that really fun side of him on the show. But yeah, I think they just got kind of sucked into the Christy and Brett, I don't know, tunnel. Vortex. Yeah, Vortex. And they, um, yeah, started just behaving like that. And when you're in this world that is so all-consuming, um, and it's all that exists. You feel like the real world doesn't exist outside. So you can get, you know, sucked into things like that easily. I think they did that. And I think when they started seeing that things were perhaps nasty, they obviously weren't seeing that within their relationship because it was fine. But then when they started hearing things and seeing things, I think that they went, oh, this isn't great. I don't know. I'm hearing those narratives, you know, of people talking in the public about, is it real? Is it not? I, I don't know. I don't know. Unless you're her, you I don't know. I think it's know. probably a combination of yeah, both. I, I think, think she so. genuinely, genuinely, I believe, good people. And even though, you know, Leah can sometimes, her execution can come off a little bit full on um, and, yeah, it upsets people. But um, they don't like seeing people hurt and I think they genuinely were alarmed with some of the stuff that they were hearing. But also I'm sure they thought, oh, gosh, we have kids, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. We do care about what people might think and see of us, which is fair enough. Mm. Are you guys sick of people bringing up that you guys are single and, and looking for? Did you get annoyed by that narrative coming up all the time or was that okay with you guys? Do you know what? It's our own fault in our <laughs> like audition interviews and all that sort of stuff. It was something that we brought up and the whole narrative of, you know, finding a trade in all that sort of stuff. So 
It's so fun. It is funny because at least once a day we get asked, have we found a husband on the show? Um, we have not. But yeah, we were a little bit worried at first because after the ad came out that was literally all about us finding a husband, which is why we were going on the block, people were saying like, oh, they're on the wrong show. They should go on maths, blah, blah, blah. And literally as soon as the show started, we could not have thought about that or prioritised that less because we were just so busy. We had no idea what we were doing. So all of our energy was focused on building. So that became very old news very, very quickly. Um, but it's funny. Like, I get it because we, yeah, we kind of And it wasn't our that. priority going on. It was just no. a thought like, oh, if we're ever going to meet anyone, it's going to be on site with, you know, 200 tradies and, and you know, 99% of them were male. But, yeah, it just didn't happen for us, unfortunately. Um, and also people just told us that they weren't single. I don't know whether that was true or not. <laughs> tradies that we came across, they tend to settle down young Um but also we just look like gutter rats 99% of the time. It was a real turn off. Having said that, no one just dropping in our DMs now, even though we're brushing our hair. So um, we're still open. Is um is maths on the horizon? Absolutely oh, not. It was bad enough for us to do the block, to be fair, for our friends and family. If we, there's no way we would be disowned by everyone. If and we disowned by ourselves. Yeah, The Bachelor. <laughs> Speaking of how you, you guys looked on, on camera, you guys yeah. all look beautiful all the time, but Steph in particular, I was just amazed. She was wearing these like cream trackies all the time. How did she keep them clean? Did anyone? That just blew my mind. Um, we we wonder that every single day. It was well, We have to laugh back at like the first week when she wore a little crop top tucked up um, so her stomach was showing and stuff. She w- actually watched the first episode back and was like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? But, yeah, she rolled around the whole time in her, you know, on-brand beige trackies and trench coats and stuff and always looked so nice. I think um, Gian did more of the, like, physical lifting. Yeah, She um, owns that, though. Yeah, she owns totally. the fact she did not get in and do the dirty stuff. She would get woken up every morning and roll over and go back to sleep again. But, she, you know, she was amazing. She was so forward planned. She had a floor plan, her CAD, you know, program on her computer that she drew out the floor plans. And, like, you can see from their house, like, it's amazing. Um, perhaps if, you know, the house wasn't so good, then you could be like, oh, she should have worked hard. But she was, you know, very good at the shopping, styling um, yeah, floor plans, layout, all that sort of stuff. So She had her lashes done a few times. Yeah. Christy and Leah went and got their hair done at one point, like put aside half a day. Like Christy afterwards said to us that she would get her nails done Every all the time. Week. We were like, how in God's name did you spare more than three seconds? Like we didn't even have time to go to the toilet. I didn't do one nice thing for myself. You went and got your nails done and Once. got two massages. I, oh, she says that. That were 15 minutes and I stopped because I lit matter. on the side it's of the 15, road. Oh, I would love to have. I you could have. just like priorities. You could have. Yeah, I could have. Anyway, but I prioritised That makes me sound like a house. No, but I'm just saying laser. you did a couple of nice things <laughs> I did not do. Yeah. One nice thing. The boys got a few haircuts and that kind of thing. My, oh, no wonder I looked so god awful. <laughs> With um tools down happening as well. This is just a bit behind the scenes question. Mm. Did you guys really always go down to the final second or is that just in the edit? We certainly did. (laughs) Um, We never slept, especially on a Saturday night. We were just, again, baffled when other couples had sleep on a Saturday night. I think the most we got was like two hours, Mm. one miracle night. Um, But we were literally always still picking up little bits or, you know, vacuuming or doing whatever, doing one last paint stroke. But that wasn't everyone, I don't reckon. But in our defence, we wanted everything to be perfect and there is always something more you can be doing. So if we had let our guard down and been like, oh, we'll just, you know, get a few hours sleep, I couldn't deal with the guilt of that knowing that there was more we could do to perfect the execution in our space. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got credit for was the execution um, and, you know, the painting and all that sort of stuff. So I stand by that because 
I, you know, we put absolutely everything into that down to the last minute. Other people didn't. And so I feel like we could be really proud of the, you know, final jobs that we created because it was always using every single last second. You could take your room from an eight to an eight and a half in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm telling you. But that makes a difference. Totally. Has it, made, has it changed the way you guys style your current living space at the moment? No, because we are living in the um, house at the moment, just doing touch-ups and we rent. So there's not a whole lot we can kind of do. Um, and our house is, our apartment's like pretty basic. Yeah. You've got more of an interest now in the sort of styling side of things. Not but, um Yeah. I, I never really explored that and I probably wouldn't explore it going explore it going forward. But it was, we loved the idea of being able to do something that we ordinarily wouldn't be able to do, having access to someone else's money because we don't have that kind of money. It's it's literally something we probably never would have had the opportunity to do unless we came on something like the block. So um, whilst it may not have been something we were interested in before and may not be something we explore again, um, it's literally a bucket list tick, I reckon. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for your time and joining me today. And I love your house. So good luck with the auction this weekend and wishing you guys all the best. Thank you. Thanks, Bronnie.